Obligatory podcast intro. Hi, hello, and welcome. This is Flipping Pages with Matt and Adam. I'm Matt with my co-host Adam, and this show is where we take all 144 letters of the alphabet and we put them in a fanny pack. We draw a letter and then pick a comic that begins with that letter. Uh, I I don't know his. He doesn't know mine. Uh, spoilers ahead for everything in life. <laughs> From sorry. the beginning to From, the end. <laughs> sorry. You said that once, and yeah. I thought it was really funny. <laughs> All right, so um, I got, uh, what, did, what did I get? What did I get? I got J. Really hard. Probably the that. hardest one yeah, so far. I've, I had J. I think... I think I had a trouble with with another one, but that that this one was worse. Really, I had yeah. Jay before, and it wasn't easy for me. Yeah, what would you have? Justice, Justice League. League. Oh yeah, that's exact. Yes, that's all I could freaking find. Of course. All right, so real quick, uh, I'm gonna go first this uh, this cool. episode. Cool. So I got a little backstory for this one, man. So I've started another podcast before. I tried one out with uh, friends of mine and my wife. And so on this on this episode, we we had a, like a little segment of like what have you been up to, what what are you doing type stuff, right? And I was like, so I, I said this on the episode. I was like, all right, so I've been reading uh, Invincible, and when I'm done with Invincible, I kind of scroll through that comic list, and I see, I just pick different comics to read, right? And uh, I was like, so I I picked this one uh, starts with a J. I was like, it's called Jar of Fools. That's the one I have today. Oh, okay. And I didn't realize I had done that. And I even listened to it today and was like, wait, I have read this before. I've read this one and I've talked about it on a previous attempt at a podcast. What? So then the next episode I listened because we did like four and I listened to the second one. Yeah, right. And it was, uh, I said, oh, I made my wife pick my letter for this week and she picked Q. So I went to find comics that began with q uh-huh dude i like i was i was like the seeds of flipping pages were like i was just chatting about it on the other show i tried to start nice so i, was yeah, like, I didn't this... know that yeah me neither <laughs> like i truly did not remember any of that so i was reading this comic i was like this this looks familiar you know what and then then i realized that like oh my gosh I've, I've read this entire comic before like uh like one issue or like how many issues I read the entire thing it's uh, uh okay. it's a book so I, uh, I I got a weird one this week okay that's why I wanted to go first because it's strange yep. and my a little a little downer <laughs> uh it's called Jar of Fools it was written by Jason Lutz, Lutz. it's a picture novel by okay. Jason Lutz L U T E S Lutz Lots Lutz Lutes what are the other J Lutes <laughs> anyway uh, it was a uh, 1997 this this book was published then nice uh, it was first published in 94 by Penny Dreadful Press and this edition that I had was published in 97 by Black Eye Books Black Eye Books mm-hmm. I don't, I don't but it that. originally appeared in a serialized form in the Seattle Washington Stranger and the Providence Rhode Island newspaper. So maybe my wife might have uh, seen this in the in the paper one day. That's funny. <clears throat> yeah, she. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so this um, the character is named Al Flosso. He's one of the characters in it. In uh, he's based on the real Al Flosso, who's a real uh, magician, I guess. Okay. S- stage performer, magician. Um, it, it's it just says in name and likeness only. I don't know why they <laughs> he decided like. I'm gonna name this guy a real guy, but it has nothing, nothing to, do to do with, with him. him. Huh. Just he just wanted the name. It's like an homage or something, <clears throat> right? Yeah. So it is black and white, very small squares. 
It is very it looks much like old newspaper style newspaper comic. Exactly. exactly. If I say newspaper comic, what you would think of, that's what yeah. this is. It's yeah. black and white. Yeah, exactly that. So it's a very fun read. So it's about uh, this man named Ernie. He's also a magician. That shows up later, but I'm just telling you now. It starts, so <laughs> quite a few really interesting, surreal moments throughout it, whether they're dreams or just visions or, okay. you know, <clears throat> drunken hallucinations, right? So uh, he's dancing with this woman, and she just, like, begins to melt in his hands. So not good ones. Okay. Yeah, no, no they're all... Yeah, you'll, you'll see. Gotcha. So <laughs> she melts. He kind of wakes up, snaps out of it. Yeah. He's got this, like, collar on, like a... Not like a priest, but, you know, like a magician's little fake yeah, collar. Yeah, I got gotcha, you. So yeah. it's, like, popping out. He's got, like, a five o'clock shadow. Dude looks disheveled. <laughs> yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Yep. Disheveled. Yeah. He, um... So he's sitting on the bench next to this guy, and this is one of the surreal conversations. This is what made me love this book, is the guy looks up at the the power lines, and he's like, they must know something we don't. And Ernie's like, who? And he's mm. like, the birds. Mm. He's like, they won't go near those things. <clears throat> he's like, those are transformers. He's like, well, whatever they are, the birds know to stay away from them, and they're dumb. <laughs> and he's like, oh, <laughs> right on. Okay, and then he was like, can you spare some change? And Ernie was like, can you spare some change? Uh-huh. He gives him some change, and he does like a little magic trick and gives him like five bucks. Oh, that's awesome. Right, so he's a nice dude. So um, he's walking on. It's very much traveling, just kind of meandering about. There really isn't a solid goal in place for mm-hmm. this guy. He's just moving. Yeah, he's just around, man. Yeah. He's just kind of okay. lingering story. Existing. <laughs> just, okay. I'm here now. Yeah. Now I'm in a coffee shop. <laughs> so he's walking down the street. <clears throat> he sees a drain, and it reminds him of the little messed up vision he had mm-hmm. where his girlfriend melted in his arms. So this man walks up to him. His name is Nathan Linder. He's got a little top hat, kind of like a like a used car salesman, what you would think of. Okay. Like one of those guys yeah. from like the 80s or 90s. It. Yeah. Tell me if it's close. Yeah, it's pretty close. <laughs> it's exactly yeah, that, Yeah, that's right? like 80s. Yeah. So he's like, hey, man, do I know you? And <clears throat> Ernie's like, no, you know, I don't think so. And he's like, hey, are you, are you heartbroken, mister? And he's like, yeah, maybe a... Uh, Maybe a little, but he's like, I, I really have to get home. It started raining. And he goes, it's hard to communicate with uh, heartbroken people. And he's like, it's, it's raining. He's like, like <laughs> it's this one guy, raining. he's a uh, couple blocks back. His boyfriend dumped him. And as he's Ernie's walking away and he's like, there's just no getting through to him. And then he's like, like it's like talking to a brick wall. And Ernie's just kind of like walking just off. He's <clears throat> very weird. Like, what? yeah. Doesn't even uh, like respond to him, and the guy cuts back to the guy who's like, "I know him. Who is that guy?" So he, that's when he he walks past a telephone pole with like one of Ernie's like flyers for the show. Yeah, an advertisement of some sort. So he gets home. He has this thing with the neighbor. He always forgets his key, and they give him shit because they're like, "You're a magician. You should be able to break in." And he's yeah. like, I'm not, "I'm not good with locks." <laughs> so she has to buzz him in like every day. So he gets home, and they said uh, Al called, who's the fictional character named after the real guy yeah so he called and he calls the nursing home because that's where al lives he's an old man he's like 94 or something he's 74 maybe i, I could be wrong i don't he's remember old. he's an old man yeah he's adorable short look like hans molman from, <laughs> from the <Simpsons>. amazing yeah <laughs> so he ends up calling him and uh no no answer he's not there so he just gets drunk 
passes out. So he's he's watching TV as he's passing out. And it's this woman in the car. So it, it kind of morphs into him. So he's okay. dressed as a woman driving this car. And there's like a man in the back who's like, hey, pull over. And she's like, I, he's like, I don't want to pull over. You, you, Like I said, very surreal discussion. Yeah. And what you find out is that that's his brother. Okay. And something happened to his brother, and he's in a straitjacket with a cannonball on a chain, and God he's holding damn. it. Old school. Yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. So they're old They're old magicians, right? Yeah. It never said what time it was set in, but it's obviously old. There's no yeah. cell phones or anything okay. like that. They have yeah. really old school TVs. So, <clears throat> so yeah, morphs into them. He tells her to pull over, so he finally pulls over, and he's walking out, and he's trying to walk to the edge of the bridge and they're sitting there arguing about it. And like, they're having this real profound discussion about, he's like, you don't know what this is going to do to anyone. He's like, I know it exactly what it'll do. I know what it'll do for me and, and stuff. So damn, uh, the, the, I guess the implication is that he jumped off the bridge with the cannonball strapped to his legs. So he even wakes up and then looks through the peephole and sees his brother, like kind of like, like mean mugging him through the, (laughs) through the peephole. So he ends up getting in touch with Al. Al calls, and he's at a restaurant. He's like, come get some coffee. Bring my dope-ass, super long, silly top hat. So he grabs it out of the closet. My special top hat. (laughs) They go there. And it's just, like I said, it's a lot of my dinner with Andre type stuff. They're just two guys. Discussing. Yeah, just really cool. It's fun to read because, it's uh, like I said, some of it's profound. Some of it's surreal. Very interesting read. Yeah. So it kind of meanders on. And... uh, They, he ends up going to check the mail, and he got this letter. He has this letter. He got this letter. <laughs> he has this letter from uh, this woman named Esther. E-S-T-H-E-R, right? Esther? Yeah. Yeah. I never hear them say it. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it says, like, I miss you. I know we can't be together because everything sucks, blah, blah, blah. Uh, here's a tape recorder. The tape is blank. Just record your voice for me. That's cool. Right? So it cuts to Esther. She's um, in bed with this man, and he's like, what about your ex? And she's like, yeah, we don't, we don't talk about him. Uh-huh. Like, we'll talk about it later. Don't go back to sleep. So she's also what it looks like. Just miserable. I mean, not disheveled. She's a little better put together, yeah. but hair's a mess. She's got a big hood on. She's not trying very hard. Yeah. Obviously down and out. She comes across the bridge that they stopped at in the dream. Yeah. And there's a man standing at it and she's like, Hey, you, you okay? And he's like, Oh yeah, no, not that. Um, do you know a guy jumped off this bridge wearing a straight jacket and a cannonball? And she was like, yeah, um, I dated his brother. And he's like, man, why, why did he do it? So there's another surreal kind of profound discussion yeah. they're having about, well, this man devised a plan to <clears throat> take himself out of the equation, right? Yeah. So to speak, without leaving any ripples. If it's a magic trick and he messes up, no one's going to question it. No one's looking into his life. No one's interviewing mom or brother to say, what's wrong with Howard? Why did Howard do this? They went, oh, poor guy. Yeah. Magic trick fucked up and now I he's dead. Oh. So no ripples. Yeah. And that's what they're talking about. And he's like, oh, that's, <laughs> that's fucking heavy. <laughs> so she's like, I got to go. Are you good? And he's like, again, he's like, nah, I'm not. I'm, I'm fine. I got to go to work and shit. So he, she goes to the coffee shop. Oh, and uh, real quick, they're talking about karma, like about how karma isn't if you do a good thing, it's adding. And if you do a bad thing, it's subtracting. It's not like a sum total. It's not like a total of all your good and bad deeds. It just happens. 
karma is. Okay. And it's more in place because of these other things that pushed it into existence. It's not because you stole money. The world is pushing things towards you, though. So it is still karma. Okay. But it doesn't add up your good and bad deeds and go, yep, he needs to get screwed over real quick. So let's go take care of that. That's what they're saying, basically. Good actions are additive. Bad actions are subtractive. And your subtotal at one life end determines whether you'll be reincarnated on a higher or lower rung. The object being to get to the top of the ladder. And yeah. they're like, what's wrong with staying just on the ladder and, and okay. just no ripples, right? Gotcha. That's what they keep coming back to. Huh. So uh, she bounces, leaves that guy just kind of staring at the water. <laughs> like The dude's like, damn, he's got to go sell radios yeah now he, like, he was fine a minute ago he's i bet you he's gonna be trying to talk about that to everyone hey bro you ever think like give me the remote so i can get out of here yeah like, holy shit oh man listen what i heard today uh-huh no so she's at the coffee shop that's where she works she's miserable she's having daydreams of punching customers in the face of course and they're just like uh, what's going on so her boyfriend calls and he's like what you know you're so weird and just out there and you disappear when you don't want to deal with things. And he's like, if you don't come back, it's over. And she just kind of hangs up on him. She's, she's over it. Yeah. So, um, it goes back to Al and Ernie and Al keeps getting them, him confused with his old magician buddy. So he's seeing, well, not seeing, but he's talking about this Ziska and King, the burlesque magicians. (sighs) And then Ed Estes, the equilibrious, he goes, uh, See, Ed's holding a card right there, right? Yup. So he goes, we were really close, and it shows him holding the same card. And he was like, especially me and Eddie. So I think they were beating cheeks, right? Yeah, probably. So probably in love, right? Yeah. Sweet old man love. Yeah. It's adorable. Adorable. (laughs) Right? So this poor guy's like waking up in the middle of the night. This is kind of the end of his rope. You can kind of see each person like yeah, that's their theme so far. I got yeah. You. Sorry if I'm down. It, it. No, it's, it's not it's, that bad. It gets worse. Uh, but like, <laughs> good, good. I didn't think it was bad enough. Yeah, yet. I wasn't. I was like, I'm not even depressed yet. Let's get some heavier Let's shit in that. there. But as 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 sad as it may get or whatever, it's really a good read. Like it, it, it yeah, very I can much tell you is. really enjoying it. It's yeah. very good read. Like uh, the writing too is is amazing. Yeah. I'd say more so the writing. It's is hard to have kind of write that not nonsensical, but like the kind of crazy yes. shit and it not be just crazy and just rambling. Yeah, and some yeah, nonsense. It's, like, it's hard to do correctly. Yeah, yeah. So that's impressive. I see movies fuck it up all the time. It's Constantly. like you think that kid doing that voice is like eerie and, yeah. and it, no, it's stupid. No. Shut the fuck up. It's cliche and dumb. He's six years old. He has no idea what's going on. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, this guy's wake having bad dreams. He's like in his sleep, waking up, being like, Eddie, come on down, oh, man. We're yeah. having a great time. So this poor guy. Yeah. So then it cuts to another dream of I'm guessing the way it's framed, it's Esther's dream. She's in bed with Ernie. Okay. They were obviously, yeah, the exes, sorry, I mentioned that. And they end up smushing, right? Uh-huh. So while she's on top, she looks over and sees Howard, the dead brother, laying there in the straitjacket with the cannonball. Damn. Yeah, so he, he says some, like, some real kind of cryptic shit. <laughs> <laughs> and then no. she, she wakes up, right? So it's, it's a lot of that, right? Yeah. Um, cuts to 
um, Esther in the coffee shop, and you remember that Nathan Linder dude, the second weird conversation he had? I do, actually. This guy comes into the... I've been the... paying attention. Nice. <laughs> Thanks, man. No problem. The... <laughs> the, uh, he comes in, kind of swindles her, like, oh, wait, did I give you a 10 here? Give me that back. Here's six. The quick... That's, yeah, yeah, the confidence. So oh, that's, she's that's kind of good... like, wait, hold up. This dude screwed me over. So she like jumps the counter, runs out there. She's chasing him. She he gets in the car with his daughter, and he's like, "We gotta go, sweetie." <laughs> Damn. So they take off, and as she's chasing him, these two guys go, "Check her out, built like a brick shit house," <laughs> and she punches the fuck out of this dude. Like, <laughs> like as she's running, she's just like, "Well, she stops, and then he says it, and then she just clocks him." Nice. Like I don't think he was even looking at her, so he got her. <laughs> she got him like, yeah. "Oh," which is even worse. That's like, yeah. It's bad. He's like looking at his at his homie right there, and then she's like <laughs> coming across the. Oh, it's bad. So That's she awesome. ends up like messing up her hand, and that dude is, is out, <laughs> like out of it. So it cuts to uh, Nathan Linder in his in the car with the daughter, and she's like, right. "Oh shit, she just punched someone." <laughs> and he's like, "Damn, glad we got the hell yeah. out of there." He's like, "That bitch was serious." <laughs> yeah. So they bounce. And uh, cuts back to Ernie and Al. Uh, he's, like, trying to learn a new trick. They're trying to start a show. They're, like, uh, Al's kind of encouraging Ernie to, like, practice. And they're, like, working on his routine. He's, like, pulling a dollar out of an egg and stuff. So, like, some cool tricks. Yeah. But he's just not funny. <laughs> he's trying to make jokes. And, like, Al's getting, like, caught up. Like, wait, what? What was that? And he, like, does the trick. Like, ta-da. And he's, like, no, what the hell did you just say? So he's it's not good at the showmanship necessarily. Uh, so and Al's just catching him on it. Like, yeah, you got the trick. The trick's fine. It's the presentation. How do you um Yeah, when you gotta a, trick him. Magician's like way more that's more important to a magician than the trick itself, usually. It's, right? It's more the show. Yeah. The trick is the ah moment, yeah. but everything else you, is presentation. Everybody can learn the trick, but to actually be a showman's different. Yeah, very, very yeah. different. I can go play a song on stage, but it was weird to actually be a performer. It's different. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. I played four-hour shows and had to keep you I guys remember. entertained yeah. and, like, tried. But anyway, <laughs> it's difficult, man. Yeah. It really is. It is. Um, so they're working on a routine. He ends up uh, out, goes off on Ernie. And he's like, "You, this is why the other night you messed up, Eddie. And he's like, Yo, that's he's like you. You were doing good till you made that Dalai Lama joke, and everyone got pissed off. And he's like, "I'm I'm Ernie. Yeah, I'm not Eddie. Yeah." And the, the old man gets upset and he leaves. So as he's walking around, out, uh, sorry, Ernie is on the roof. The the main character, mm -hmm. he's on the roof, kind of pondering, and he sees he, does that a lot. <laughs> he sees the Long Acres retirement home. Basically, the dog pound truck just showed up to to kidnap the old man and take him home. So he's on the roof. He's trying to get his attention. Doesn't really work. They end up seeing the old man. They're like, hey, you're coming with us. <laughs> and as he's running across, the, he actually climbs down like the full fire escape oh, like damn, from okay. the roof. So he's like genuinely cares about this man. It's his mentor. Yeah. Only kind of parent parental figure I think he has. They never mentioned the mom and dad. Yeah. And the brother's obviously fucking dead. So <laughs> yeah, he's got no one but Al and Esther. The girl. Yeah. So uh, as he's running across the street to get Al, Nathan Linder pulls up in front of him in the car with his daughter. Okay. He's like, hey, I got a proposition for you. So it cuts to Al, and he's like talking shit to the two guys that are taking him away. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he get, when it pulls up, it cuts to, sorry, cuts to Ernie, Nathan, and the daughter all in the car. 
and they're like yelling it out and like give him the slip <laughs> so like yeah nice. look i look one shot he's there and then look at the far right yeah <laughs> just nice, completely dude. gone his, his jacket and they're straight there. up like oh shit he left his jacket that's they're awesome just the two men still holding his jacket it's pretty great that's good so they're on the car they get away scotch free <laughs> they uh <laughs> Cuts to Esther with a broken hand. Does it hand. say that? Sorry. Does it say scotch-free or did you just say scotch-free? No, I said scotch-free. Okay. okay. I know it's scotch. I know. I know. I, I knew it was a joke. I didn't know if it was your joke or the book's joke. That's all I knew. Oh, I right. Because if they'd made that joke, I would have I been, that's a pretty good joke. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there, is there a, a Tate pun or a scotch <laughs> pun in there somewhere? Don't, don't try to add to it. Bro. No, I was you just curious. It. I wasn't trying yeah. to think hard. I was just yeah, like, I don't, not it? that I can think okay. of. Not an easy one. It's like, did I miss one? No. no. Okay, got, you it. got it. Got it. <laughs> got it. <laughs> so Esther's getting, Esther's in her apartment with her broken hand, getting nasty messages from this dude. He's like, what are you thinking? That I would let you get away with it? Don't give, uh, don't give me no excuse. You hit me. He's like, some woman hitting me, you fucking bitch. Like, he's, like, super, he's like, I'm definitely pressing charges. So he's mad. So she's just like, fuck it. She she bounces. Uh, last little shot of this this little chapter, I uh-huh. guess. It's not really chapters. It's a book. Yeah, so it's yeah. This section, she's looking at scissors. Mm. Like kind of maybe implying something dark, right? Yeah. She just cuts her hair. Uh-huh. Later, you see her. She comes back with a new haircut. So you ready to get sad? So they are living under a bridge now with <laughs> Nathan and the daughter. Okay. So they, they, that's where they stay. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, every Tuesday they or every, once a month on this day, the second Tuesday of every month, they come check for homeless under here. So if we're gone that day and we're back the next day, we're fine for another month, basically. So he's Smart. like, we got some plans, man. I want you to teach my daughter magic tricks. She's like, I want her to make money legit. And she has a mother that lives elsewhere that... I don't want her with, and I want her, and I want to take care of her. So he's down and out. That's their home is the car, and they live under the bridge. And he basically grifts people for a couple of bucks every now and then. Yeah, what he was doing earlier. Exactly. Yeah. And the, hey, you look heartbroken, mister. That that was him trying it on on Ernie earlier. God. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. um, It makes the silly craziness come together and make a lot of sense. It does. It's so surreal Uh, until it's like, oh. I, okay. That's cool. That wasn't a weird conversation. No, I like that is in context genuinely now. really cool. Right? Yeah. It's dope. Good writing. Mm-hmm. Good job, Jason Ludis. I, I like it so far. It's good, man. It's a good read. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, I want to you know, feed the kid. I want her to grow up, have a legit job, be a performer. Maybe she'd be famous and do some good shit. Right? Yeah. So uh, yeah. he ends up saying, but I got a surprise for you. So he opens this trunk and he's like, I got this from a shop and it's all of Howard's old magic trick stuff, all his old equipment. Nice. And Ernie like flips. He's like, like he saw a ghost, man. He's white. His face is open. He can't sit still. He's, he's out of it. So it cuts to Al and the daughter is named Claire. Now that she's brought in, they, they you meet her technically. And um, she's like, oh, I love this spot. And Al's like, under this fucking bridge? What's your problem? She's like, it reminds me of the trees and the forest I ate. Mom and Dad used to take me to. So he's looking up at the concrete um, pillars or whatever. The pillars that are holding up the road. And he's like, trees. Oh, yeah. Yeah, right? Uh, so <laughs> she's like, this is my favorite spot now. Super bummed out. So they all pass out in the car. Uh, Ernie's just shook. 
because all his brother's stuff is in there. So let's see what, what we got here. So he goes into the shop that Nathan had basically probably stolen it all from. Right. And he's like, hey, where did you get this? He's like, man, I can't tell you that. So he gives him this like magic, uh, this card box that's like two decks in one with the box. And he's like, it's for tricks and stuff. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, okay, I'll take that. He just gives him a card. And it's a card for Morton Crane. And it has like a weird symbol on it. I don't even think it says what the business is. Yeah, just the name. Just the name Morton Crane with the logo on it. So um, poor Al, he steals Nathan's pinstripe suit because he looks G in it. Yeah. And he's got his big top hat on. So he's under the bridge talking to the two burlesque magicians and Eddie. Okay. And he's like, they're like, how was the show last night? And he's like, oh, man, y'all come out after y'all set. Let's meet at the sunset. Uh, lounge and let's hang out so he's losing it they're all dead they're gone yeah i got you so he's seeing i knew i i didn't know they were all yeah so so him and him and nathan end up fighting and they like rips the suit and all these cards pop out and they laugh about it and nathan kind of just loses it he starts crying and he's like this abuse man when's it gonna end this is fucking horrible Uh, i want to feed my daughter so he's he's losing it man they're all basically losing it yeah (laughs) that's Uh where it's all roads leading to like the end and it's 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 rough to watch it's like those sad epics that jody hill stuff where it just gets worse and worse and worse yeah and then at the end it's like oh Uh, small victory little tiny victory there you go because that's kind of real you know that's real as shit yeah (laughs) that is that's realer than oh it all worked out in the end yeah this ain't parks and rec bro you don't get everything you want it doesn't revert to the uh same as the last episode yeah or just amazing things happen because you want it and yeah. you worked hard. Yeah. They don't give a fuck about no. you. <laughs> so anyway, uh, Jordan's boyfriend, Esther, is like looking around for trying to find her. Uh, goes to all the normal spots. The He finds that she's got a for rent sign on her apartment. And she's got her bags packed and a backpack on. She just bolts. She's just out. She's yeah. like hitchhiking. So... Uh, Claire's doing magic tricks that she's learned for her dad. And she actually does this really clever one where she like fake burns a card. And he's like, Oh, sweetie, I'm so sorry. We'll get you another card pack. And then she's like, Moves the hat. And she's like, Is that your car? And he's like, Son of a bitch. Like, That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. So she's dope, but she's also like, Is that your card? <laughs> Boom, done. You like that? <laughs> so no showmanship yet. She's very much like, Draw a card. Got it. Is this it? Yeah. You know, <laughs> she's really adorable, though, but she's actually good at it. So Ernie is having a bad dream where he is seeing simultaneously having sex with Esther and then seeing himself and Howard in the straight jacket on the bridge about to jump. Oh, so he wakes up and, and takes off. And somehow here's a little here's a little fantastical element. Esther is standing right there Uh, and she picks him up and they hug and he's like, they're both kind of, they're like deeply hugging. Look at that. I can feel it from here, bro. That's a, that's a, I'm never going to see you again. Right. Or yeah. Or I thought I would never see you again. That's gnarly. Yeah. So, um, Nathan's the next day running out on the street and he's like, he goes up to a guy and he's like, you sure, uh, you sure you ain't heartbroken, mister. Oh, and he actually gets a couple bucks out of this guy. 
And then um, cuts to Ernie. He found the building with the logo. Yeah. So he goes in. He comes out super pissed, and he's just like, they never heard of him. So he has no idea where that guy got all of Howard's stuff. He's upset that no one knew shit about him. No one knew who Howard, I guess they never say his last name, what Howard is, or <clears throat> was. Yeah. So he, that that upset him. Mm, let's see, where are we at here? They're back under the bridge. Uh, Nathan seems to be learning a little humility, right? Okay. He sees it's Esther, and he's like, oh, you're the chick that I... Uh, scammed at the coffee shop and he's like yeah I'm I'm sorry about that and she kind of sees the daughter and is like uh, okay I get it I get it it's rough yep. so um, you know Al hears it and he's got a smile on his face like oh this, this dude's getting better because Al's been talking mad shit to Nathan the whole time he's yeah. just like you're a, you're a piece of shit bro <laughs> like you're a con man. Yeah. Like I trick people when they want to be tricked you're stealing money out of their pocket damn He's like, it's the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) So this part's rough. Uh, Claire starts asking why mommy left South and, you know, and he's like, oh, she, she's a bird. She's got to migrate and she doesn't love me. And he's like, no, she, she, he does. She does love you. She's like, she didn't want me. It's rough. So he's cradling his crying daughter by the fire. And he said, she did, sweetie. She did want you. I wouldn't let her have you though. So it kind of seems like maybe this dude, uh, might have taken her out of something nice uh, just to maybe selfish, you know? Because mm. I would want to be like, no, my kids are coming with me type yeah. thing. But not if you're a grifter that lives under a yeah, bridge. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Like, it, for that to make sense, the mom would have to be pretty damn bad for it to make sense that's for true. her for, to stay with her yeah, dad. Yeah, she would have to be a big old piece of shit. Like, like no home at all, super Worse. drug addict, beating her. Like, it would have to be pretty Awful. damn bad. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it would. So um, as they're 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 cu- cuddling and crying, and everyone's asleep in the car, uh, Esther wakes up, finds out Ernie is gone. She sees that the trunk's open, and she runs straight to the bridge and sees him on the edge of the bridge wearing the stray jacket, holding the cannonball. And she's just like, what are you trying to find? He's like, him. I'm trying to find him. No! Like, it's some type of that shit, right? Yeah. It's very intense. And she's like, you're not finding him down there. And he's just like, oh, I don't know. And then she, she kind of gets him to come off. He slips. And the ball rolls off. And so he's getting pulled. He actually is not pulled off yet. So he's kind of sitting there. His ankles are getting pulled. She unlocks it. They actually laugh. And he's like, get this fucking thing off me. Starts yeah. freaking out. Kind of, I love life now. Yeah. So Nathan's big plan with all these people is he got Al to train to teach Claire how to pick locks. So his goal is to go back to the coffee shop that Esther worked at. <laughs> yeah. And get Claire to go into the, ask for the bathroom key. Go into the bathroom where there's the, uh, uh, what is it? The electrical box. It has register or front counter labeled on it. So she picks the lock to the breaker box, turns the register off, closes it, locks it back up, leaves the key in the bathroom, leave. So no one can get in the bathroom. Uh-huh. The one, one cut, one of the uh, people that work there, one of the employees is trying to get in the bathroom uh-huh. Been like cash register. It's in the, it's in the bathroom. I'll go check it. And Nathan walks in with like overalls and he's like, Hey, uh, I'm with cash systems which is what it says on the uh, cash register. 
He's like, I'm with Cash Systems. Uh, my our beeper went off. Says your shit's not working. Yeah. It's like I need to take it out to my van. And this is just like some dumb young dude who's just like, oh, bro, young young came like super quick. Yeah. Like, Holy shit. Yeah, it's all digital, man. It just beeps, tells us when uh one of these things goes down and blah blah blah. So he just picks it up and leaves. And the chick comes out of the bathroom, sees the key, and she's like, what the hell's going on? Yeah. It's like, where's where's the register, man? <laughs> <laughs> So he's like, the, the dude took it. It's yeah. Like, what dude? And he's like, cash systems. It's like, what? What? So straight robbed him. Obviously, they called the cops immediately. Yeah. So they all get back to their little hideout. Uh, Ernie and Esther chatting, and they see the cops coming. And it's also the day that they check for homeless people. Uh, so okay. the cops show up. They think it's for... The other people think it's for the cash register. Mm -hmm. So Nathan and Claire and, yeah, they're freaking out. So they're like, oh, the cops are here for us. So Daddy Nathan does the does the thing, I'll distract the cops, you get away. So what happens is Esther takes Claire to her mom yeah. down south. Yep. And then Nathan goes to jail for stealing the cash register. He throws it at the cops and is like, raining money on him as he gets put in jail or yeah. gets handcuffed and thrown in the cop car. Yep. Ernie and Al are just like, well, that was crazy. Let's go work on our magic show. Yeah. So they still have a house. Like, I guess technically they were just hiding because of the, the nurse nursing home guys. Yeah. They okay. didn't want this. So they still have a place to go back to right. technically. Okay. Right. Yeah. And, uh, so Claire's going to get to go see her mom. So like I said, small, who's probably better. They didn't say otherwise, yeah. so I hope so. I feel I like so. Esther's the type of chick that'd be like, she's a drug addict mom. Wouldn't and be like, oh, like, no. She'd yeah. probably punch her and then leave. A lot, yeah, she sounds like she would. <laughs> she totally That's would. awesome. So maybe she'll come back to Ernie, because if he can get his magic show going and get his girl back, it'd probably be all right for him. Yeah, even out. But it is one of those downward slopes, down, down, down. Oh, here's a little, uh, little bit up right yeah. there, and then that's... You got a little uh, meadow. I guess there's. A, I guess the whole point would be hope. They're all at the end of their rope, and now there's a tiny glimmer of light. Yeah. That they can see. Yeah. It's not as bad as it was. Nathan got his daughter to is getting his daughter to his 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 mother. Yeah. He's going to jail because he's kind of a grifting piece of shit. Yeah. They're gonna work on their magic show. He might get his girl back. She's. She might have a warrant out for her arrest, honestly. If you think of it, she probably does. Probably. Yeah, she definitely has a warrant Because <laughs> he called the cops, like, yeah. for sure. So <laughs> she put her shit up for rent and bolted. Yeah, that's right. She got out there, out of there as I mean, fast as possible. They all kind of congregated at that bridge. So yeah. they probably live within like three or four blocks of each that's other. Funny. <laughs> But it is a damn good book, man. That's um, awesome. It kind of looks like a coffee table book, but yeah. it's, it's worth the read. Yeah, it looks cool. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's, I don't. I don't remember how many pages. Not a lot, man, because a lot of it is uh, no dialogue. And there's a lot of boxes too. You can Quite get a, a lot few. done with those. Exactly. Boxes. You get 24 on one page and just yeah. show a whole story in that yeah. right there. In newspapers, it's like five yeah, exactly. boxes for a story. So and I shit. wonder how it came out. I wonder if it went by like real short or if it was chapters or oh yeah you know like did we get nine panels and be like oh we gotta finish the other yeah they, oh it could have been a whole release released all at once maybe yeah it said it was published in the edition so maybe the entire huh. story maybe but it was damn good that's awesome and i give it nine thumbs up for sure nice 
It was, it was sad as shit, though. So. Yeah. Yeah, if you're like, not ready for that, don't don't get in there. I mean, like, I tried to clean it up, not make <laughs> it so, so, like, here's yeah. the bullet points. But, yeah, if you read it, 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 it tugs on your heartstrings, man. Yeah. Because yeah. that's good writing. Look, if mm. I'm mad at you in a movie, you're doing good. Yeah. If I hate a hate character you. in a comic yeah. book, they're doing great. Yep. Like. It's like the definition of, of like good acting or yeah, good writing. Good writing, exactly. Yeah. I hate this guy or I really like this guy. Yep. Yeah, you meant to. Yeah. So yeah. It's good though. Great book. If you find it, pick it up for sure. I will. Not. <laughs> yeah, so I got H. Uh luckily I had another comic from my uh uncle that started so you, with H. You cheated again. <laughs> That's what you did. You cheated. No, whatever. Just come right out and say it. <laughs> <laughs> whatever. I was playing. Yeah. Uh you lucky actually. Yeah, I did. Um so it's uh by Boom Comics. Uh it's called Hypernaturals. Um so I just super quick story. I read this comic book and i got about five pages from the end and i realized i've read this comic book before so we both did we it. literally both did it very weird that is super weird this is weird things like that have happened a few times so that's yeah. kind of strange probably because we're twin brothers identical <laughs> secret, twin brothers secret, secret twin brothers i yeah. forgot you can see us the pictures of us you can go it's check obvious them out. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so we obvious. don't have to point it out they yeah. know they everything know. exactly the same yeah they much. can tell they yeah. can see it yeah yeah you'll see <laughs> so uh, I don't remember anything about this book except for like a character from it. So luckily I'm one character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was my favorite character, and he's in it barely. So uh, his, he, I'll just tell you his, his name is Sublime, which is I love. That's the dope ass. Okay, bad guy name. we got good superhero names. Oh for yeah, this finally, one? yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Good. So I have I I put down their superhero names because they were actually good. That's funny. And they're um, actual superheroes. Yeah, yeah. So like, okay. okay so this world, the Hypernaturals world, is. They don't say for sure, but what what they started is the year 100 AQ, meaning the the reason that AQ is Anno Quantinium, mm-hmm. and that's of an course. AI. Yeah, duh. Uh, that's an AI that uh, reached uh, singularity, so became self aware okay. and became like you know a god basically. And people were like, cool. And the the AI was not there to eradicate us but try to help us and make our lives way better Mm. and we expanded to millions of worlds we can travel almost instantly between worlds with like a teleportation so is this not our world at all you could say it's our world in a way like it used to be our world at some point it was like this maybe yeah yeah yeah, i would say because there's a lot of analogs that are still Okay, so we can, world. we can forget about when it happened in their existence. Yeah, Just, who knows? Okay, it's yeah. like okay. <laughs> so they pretty much almost all they anything they talk about happens after the singularity. They don't even so far haven't even like mentioned anything that happened before the singularity. Yeah, that's uh that hundred years ago from the time of this story. Okay, uh, they the uh, AI reached singularity and became the god of humans. Okay, which allowed that's... us to expand into. Thousands of worlds, at least, and like instantly travel between them. We have uh, trillions and trillions of humans throughout oh. the the system, and yeah. there's aliens too, because obviously we well, can we travel just, everywhere. We're just kicking it. With we them. run around. Yeah, we're in really good, uh, cool. uh, really nice with the aliens. They're like obviously they like live with us, and we live on their planets. So it's like there's not. Even, it doesn't even seem like there's racism between like. Uh, speciesism between the aliens and stuff. Right. They're like hella cool. So this world is explained as a, a utopia. 
So from every outward appearance, it is a utopia. Mm -hmm. Like we don't see anybody suffering. We don't see anybody that's even like poor, really. The AI really optimized everything. Everybody's got something to do. Even so they show a super broke guy who's uh, an alcoholic and doesn't do anything ever. And he's got a room. You know what I mean? He doesn't work yeah. or anything. He's got a room and whatnot. Oh no, he does work. I'm sorry, but so that they, they he's the show. town drunk. Well, he's he's like, he's an ex superhero <laughs> and uh, he like lost all his money and all this stuff. But um, so this world's like a utopia basically. And since we have trillions of of people born in those trillions of people, some people are superheroes or super beings basically. Some are super fast. Some can uh, contran- control ink that does math you know what i mean like just random like (laughs) x-men x-men it's the x-men so like it's exactly so it's like super in-depth like crazy powers or is it kind of people have level people have coin levitating you know what i mean like they get like in levels of like uh looper you know and looper they're like oh i'm a telepath and they can Uh like level uh levitate a coin (laughs) so there's people like that all the way up to like super beings they're like only coins though i can't do (laughs) nothing else else. nothing else just coins no don't give me a feather (laughs) i do coins dude you could make that cool (laughs) you could you could just be flinging oh you would get some you would get some for sure (laughs) but so like out of these trillions of people a lot of people in weird circumstances so they get super strong for some reason. Some people are super smart. So it's like a gene or something like it it's just awakened. happens. There's so many people out there that it's going to happen sometime. Okay, cool. Got so it. there's whole all levels to it. And nice. if you're the top level, uh, what are they? Just hyper. They call it a hypernatural. I'm so dumb. Oh, they call it hypernatural. If you're top level hypernatural, you become part of like their Justice League. They have an equivalent Justice League that does. All the top line policing, all the war fighting, like most most things, they take care of like. So there is like alien human gangs and yeah, like there's people bad still stuff doing happen. bad shit. It's a utopia, but yeah, it still functions it. like with people and yeah, whatnot. Drug so addicts not and graffiti. Yeah, artists. it's around. For it has to be. They don't show it, but we mostly deal with higher level society people in this. So it's their own Justice League. Uh, you have to like apply to it. Uh, you have to train and, and do uh, interviews and stuff, and you have to be good looking. You have to be personable. <laughs> you have it's kind of like the excellent and mm-hmm. the ecstatic stuff. Right. They're media faces. Oh yeah, by the way, everybody has a little blue. It looks like Saturn, like a blue ball with a with a ring around it. It looks like Saturn, and that's the AI that flies around with everybody at all times. That's their phone, basically. Everyone has one? Every single person has one, yeah. <clears throat> really? Okay. Yeah, it's their, every human, at least. Uh, it's their connection to the to the god AI. Right. Uh, so what do they just say, call, blah, blah, blah? And they yeah, do exactly, exactly. Oh, it's their phone. When do you think we'll it's have stuff ult- like that? Oh, it's going to be a long time, but at some point, if we don't kill ourselves, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, Probably so be a while. So everybody's got no, a little dope, AI ball that follows them around. Pocket space. They do. <laughs> they, it yeah. does everything a phone would do plus a billion more. You know what I mean? Oh, like so a billion if, things uh, more. Okay, real quick. Sorry. Yeah, you're good. But does it have a screen on it? It can project stuff, but no, in general, it's not a floating I'm, ball that comes around and turns into a screen. Yeah, I think you either just see it or it might pop. I don't know, but okay. it, I've seen people use a screen. I'm on thinking it. porn. 
Oh, also dude, recording, yeah, you recording be, yourself. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. So like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Sex videos. Yeah, with your with your partner you would and just, stuff. Like what? You, you would just like uh, be able to cast it too. You're like stuff. you're like in the middle of it. Like pan around, <laughs> ass, ass shot, <laughs> ass good shot. side, lower, <laughs> good side. <laughs> Good side. <laughs> Come back around to my face. There yeah. you go. Stay there. there. Go. Stay there. <laughs> now at her. Back to me. Back to me. <laughs> uh, Sorry. You're good. So um, <laughs> the AI controls like what everybody does. I already said that. Whatever. So let's hop into the story. It's from the point of view of a let's. <laughs> from a woman named Krina Hirsch. Uh, her superhero name was Bewilder. Uh, she was a couple teams ago. So every team lasts five years. It's a five-year term, and it's like a class. So every five years, you have to retry out, even if you're part of the team, and other people try out, and they rotate people through. So just because you were on the team doesn't guarantee nope. you're going to be on it. Okay. Yep. For five years, though, you were guaranteed. <laughs> right. And then after like that five, you got to re-sign. Yep. So uh, she used to be uh, not the leader, but like one of the leaders of the most popular team couple teams back uh now she's a um the uh, media consultant for the team she's mm -hmm. like the face of the team basically and so um we started this <laughs> she's still on it no she's advisory only so just the she's okay. the periphery she's advisory only she's like the boss man basically so um we start this out with Krisha. Uh, Krina. Krina. Krina Hirsch. That's why he's yeah, got that. Krisha. Krina Hirsch. Krina. Her uh, superhero's name is Bewilder. Okay, I'm going to say Bewilder. It's uh, easier. I mostly wrote down people's superhero names. <laughs> uh, they have future space people and you're names. Not, you're not saying, you're saying they have space people names? Yeah, a lot of them have space people names. <laughs> it's not Karina. No. It's Krina. Krina. Yeah, I okay. thought it was Karina when I was reading it. And then when I wrote it down, <laughs> I saw, I was like, okay, I'm crazy. Your it, name it's space it names. bewilders me. Yeah, there's too many trillions of people. They ran out of names, I guess. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right? They yeah. just do numbers. <laughs> yeah, you're Adam 4,900. They might as well. Uh, so <laughs> we still open the comic up with from her point of view, basically. This is the centennial... Uh, class of the hypernaturals, meaning it's been a hundred years of the hypernaturals. They started as soon as the AI took over. Okay. They were like one of the first things the AI did. And they like implemented this whole Immediately. program. Okay. And so this is the centennial <clears throat> class. So it's every five. So they have had 20 something class. They're just 20, 20 classes, five. Yeah. Five times 20. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, they've had uh, 20 classes throughout the time. And this is a brand new class that we're introduced to. This is their first friggin' mission. Uh, their leader is Magnetar. They got a guy called Muscle Wire, who is a big congruence of uh, metal wires. And that's it. He doesn't have like an actual body. He is metal like wires. Weird. In the shape of a person. Okay, really weird. Uh, we He's got. Like, a, I wasn't even a per. I was just a fence. He had. He I was a per. A he is a person though. <laughs> that's that's that. I should be clear about that. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, he was like, oh, he's so funny and nice and stuff. But he's a bundle of wires, the poor yeah. guy. His mutation sucks ass. Oh, uh, he, he doesn't can't... have a face even. There's not even like a, a space for eyes. Oh. It's literally bundles of wires. He can't use his, his Saturn camera to beat it. He for can't do anything only fans. fun. He can't, can't do, do anything, anything fun. That's awful. Wires? Uh, okay, sorry. Yeah, okay. And then we got Ego and Id, which is a big uh, uh, robot body with a, somebody's brain strapped to it oh cool so <laughs> they call it's two people even though it is just one person it's weird 
And then we got uh, Clone 46, which is a line of super clones they made, like, almost at the beginning. And uh, they have, like, powers that uh, they transfer from one clone to the next. So, like, healing and uh, memories of the other clones. So, like, if you uh, you were an expert of something, uh, the next one is? The next ones will know. So, oh, cool. it's really useful. Good for tactics. and so He's, like, a leader-type guy. Yeah, but he looks, so. like, he looks like a beefier Wolverine. Is the best way to describe it. They show him as very short and extremely <clears throat> wide and extremely hairy. And How do they clone him? I they, they don't get into details in this. I know they're going to because he's one of the main characters. Right. But it's like kind of magical too because like I said, the power passes from one clone to the next. Not when they die, but when they cha- they go into uh, being on the Hypernatural's team. Oh, so okay. the other guy's not dead. He just can't use the power. He doesn't have access to those powers anymore is how he describes it. Weird. So there's a bunch of these dudes just powerless walking around all wide. Uh, they, cakes, yeah, just... there's there, there's not 46 of them walking around because most of them die and whatnot. Oh, but, okay, right. Yeah, right. there's a few of them at least. <laughs> That's funny. Um, so we uh, clone 46, Astromancer, Cobalt Blue, Half Shell, and Thinkwell. Oh, no, that's that's the old team. The the Thinkwell's on the old team, my bad. So the Cobalt Blue and the Half Shell are all new people. Except for Cobalt. He's the only returning member, my bad, from the last series. So we this is their first mission. They go on their first mission to some crazy shenanigans. Uh, the Bewilder is like, hey, guys, y'all need to come together. You're going for your first mission. So they, like, boom-tubed them. So, like, teleported them right there. They showed up. No more contact. No more contact from that planet. No more contact from the Hypernaturals. I have no idea what happened to them right away. They disappear on their first mission. And everybody, like, knows about it because they're famous and they're, like, live stream, basically. It, yeah. Right? And so they get cut off. So people are instantly like, what's going on? They're dead, right? And pe- the uh, Bewilder's like, no, no, we're just having a communication error, whatever, whatever. So that's how it starts out. It's a really cool start. It's a big, bombastic beginning. So what happens uh, to the next part is Karina Hirsch is trying to find somebody any hypernaturals that she can get to help her try to either go figure out what happened, go avenge what happened, just deal with this problem. So like old ones that still have their powers. They're still and around stuff. and stuff. Yeah, because the clone dude's the only one that that power Right, right, thing. right. That's what Yeah, I, yeah. yeah. Okay. So um, so she calls up the clone dude, of course. She calls up this cool guy his uh, called Thinkwell is his um, uh, superhero name, and I think is uh, you would pronounce his real name Poole, Poole Anderson. Something like that. That's why I'm trying to do the call superhero. Me yeah, yeah, he does. Somebody calls him Thinkwell, and he says, please call me Pool. Oh, <laughs> But uh, so she calls Thinkwell. She calls the uh, clone 45 or 44 because 46 is the he one is who that disappeared. One, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she calls her. It was her ex-husband, though. So uh, they, have a, they have a history for sure. So is there like an old one out there? It's like, I'm clone five. Yeah, I'm sure there is. They don't really. <laughs> because whenever somebody meets the uh, 45 or whatever he was, the other oh, one that didn't just disappear, they're like, hey, you're that clone whatever. It's <laughs> not a. They're not like, oh, my God, it's crazy to see right. a clone or whatever. They're just like, oh, it's that clone. Hey, it's that dude. Yeah. Man. And he was famous. That's another dude. Really famous or whatever, but... Okay. Okay. So she's calling up all these uh, people from the past that used to be on the team. She's also activating young probates that have not got... Didn't get on the team. Because that new te- that other team that just disappeared is brand new. So they had all these people that were trying out just recently. Like runner-ups? Yeah, runner-ups. And so the, um, the half-shell is just an armor 
which is like an Iron Man armor, but for chicks. So it only covers her boobs and her vajayjay, of oh, course. Of yeah, course. and it's a, it's a. I think they did it on purpose, actually, because it's tech armor, and yeah. it only covers her boobs and her vajayjay. In her head. <laughs> Her head, too, <laughs> which I thought is funny because they thought that was important. Right. Because <laughs> that's uh, where they're pretty. Yeah, yeah. Oh, duh. What was I? I don't know what I was thinking. Duh. But uh, so um, they had chicks that were going to be half shell. So they pull, pull one of them up. They give her the half shell armor. They pull this guy up who's got a weird power. He can make particles go out and do weird stuff. But these probates. So cool. they have a brand new team that they just threw together in response to losing their last team brand new team yeah right? yeah so they um they um they come in and they're all like together and uh the the new guy the particle guy is all nervous he's like what are we doing like we're gonna go talk to the press or what and uh the bewildered chick comes in and goes all right you guys ready let's go figure out what happened to our last team <laughs> and they're like wait what and then she's like yeah we have to go see what's going on yeah, what you think was gonna yeah happen? yeah 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 the kid poor kid he was like ner- it showed him multiple times asking what was gonna happen oh really? he was nervous as hell <laughs> yeah they they implied heavily and so um, these guys disappeared without uh, the, the toughest <laughs> guys. Yeah, the toughest ones. Go they're just gone. Them. Yeah, go. You're the backup. They'll stop what happened. To yeah, them. yeah. So, um, <clears throat> so I'm gonna um, pause right there actually, because that's actually runs into the end. So what we're gonna do for a second is kind of talk about the bad guy that it keeps getting referenced. And uh, cool. Whenever these people disappeared, yeah. When the um, when these people disappeared, <laughs> instantly they were like, "Oh, it's it was Sublime," and but they were like, "Wait, no, Sublime's in uh, ISO." Man, I done forgot about Sublime. Yeah. That was the bad guy. That's the bad guy's okay. name. Uh, he, he was in ISO this whole time. He couldn't have done, he couldn't have done any of this, whatever. And they're like, "No, this was definitely him. Whatever, this is his mo type of deal." And so we find out uh the team that uh clone 40 the young the one who's still alive that just went on this mission and bewildered that were married uh mm-hmm. the they 45 they caught 40 it wasn't 45 it was below 46 oh so it was a while ago yeah okay. it was a couple back it might have been 40 i don't know it was <clears throat> just below it and um not 46 yeah yeah <laughs> yeah exactly and uh uh they were on the team that caught sublime finally he's like the most badass villain they lost pretty much most of their team trying to catch sublime she uh one of the other characters lost her husband like uh it, it, it was bad like it took a lot for them he like is like gave them all ptsd basically they're all like really worried about him even though he's locked up they're like oh shit like he did that they think he did it even though he's all locked up right so this villain looks fucking cool <laughs> he's like he has like smoke that like emanates from his lower like chamber you know, like Chamber from the X-Men, his lower jaw got blown off with his power. <laughs> and he's got like an empty space right here of just power co- power coming out. It's kind of like that. Oh, I don't remember Chamber. Um, So like it's just like uh, smoke emanating from like basically his mouth and like around his lower jaw that comes up from here. It also comes out of his, like his, uh, his sleeves kind of. Uh. So it seems like he's like partially made. Of smoke or right. something, he just okay. emanated. It's really cool. The the uh, I'll show you after the visuals it's of just it. Like consistently doing vape tricks. It it lo- kind of looks like that for real. <laughs> well, that's that's pretty cool actually. It, I'm about to show you. I'm not waiting till the end. Um, so <laughs> it, they just like go into like everybody's backstory a little bit, like oh that they, those two were married and 
you know, all that. Um, but yeah, here we go. Because the focus is on this, the this, team that's this, gone, uh, and... scrap team that they made, right? Yep, yep, yeah. The put together instant, instant hypernatural team. Okay, this bad guy looks pretty damn cool. Yeah, he really does. Oh, the like his, his eyes always look glowing, like that. Just yeah. red glowing yeah. eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he looks supernatural too. as fuck. He looks I, I thought super it would be supernatural. I thought it would be thin smoke, but mm -hmm. this is like like clouds. It's black billowing smoke. Yeah. It's gnarly. I like this art. This is not bad. Yeah, no, no. It's cool. It's it's definitely cool. I, Look, I enjoyed the, it. If the faces don't immediately bother me, I'm I'm pretty much good right. with it. <laughs> and these aren't bothering me. Yeah. But yeah, I, he looks really cool. Yeah, so when you said art, I better say the artist and who wrote it real quick because otherwise I'm going to forget. So there's actually quite a few artists that they had work on this. We had art by Tom Derenick and Brad Walker. We had um, Andres Gunaldo. And then we got, oh, I guess that, yeah, yeah, just a, a different mix of all the other guys. Uh -huh. So four people. Uh, different people worked on the art in it. And then the cover was done by Phil Noto. And um, the uh, it was written by Dan Abbott and Andy Lanning. It's a boom comic. It's one through, number one. So what is it? One through three. It's only three issues. Okay. So one through three, Hypernaturals. Uh, art was cool. Yeah. It was cool. So like, right. Yeah, yeah. So we get like backstory for this bad guy and it kind of goes into detail of how hardcore he is we kind of see him taking out the other team they do like a little bit flashback they do jump around a little bit in the story in time wise but not huge jumps usually about 10 years right back and forth <laughs> sometimes but um so we get introduced to this badass bad guy and this is what they're worried about going to rescue this team who disappeared so now that like i said they were jumping to where the last team Disappeared. I'm picking back where I left off. They jumped to this planet. It's a. Uh, it got 1.5 billion people that live on the planet, so they consider that highly populated. Yeah. And uh, as soon as they get there, the particle guy sends out particles to look for anything. He's just scanning, and he goes, "There's no nobody alive here, and there's nobody dead. I don't see any bodies. I don't see anything. What's going on? Whatever." And then, uh, they're uh, the the planet's kind of scarred up a little bit. And they go like, what is that? Figure that. Figure that out. What are all these scars? So he, he, uh, he um, scans the scar, scars on the planet, and it's um, what's his uh, Sublime's fingerprint on the scale of a continent pushed into the side of the planet. Oh, what? Yeah. So they go, oh, my <clears throat> God. It's a literal. His fingerprints are literally all over this. It's his fingerprint the size of i'd more than a continent like a quarter of the planet size right you huge planet, yeah. yeah you couldn't tell it was what it was unless you were out way out in space that's how so big in, it was. in space it would look like handprints it would look like one thumbprint oh, on damn. it one thumbprint taking how up he do that yeah right so like he's like super powerful he's got all sorts of crazy stuff um they, they, I know they tell you exactly what he's got, but uh, it's like m like reality manipulation. It just does oh, damn. some telekinesis and stuff. He's just super powerful. Yeah. And like really good at m messing with people's mind. He can like influence you bad with his guy mind. Stuff. Normal bad guy bad uh, powers. Right. Okay. So now they go, one of them goes, his fingerprints are all over it. And the new guy goes, whose fingerprints? And the other new person says Sublime's name. And then the guy goes, don't maybe he tried to stop him from saying his name. And he goes that what he would do 
would be leave a booby trap for us to to not get triggered oh, until sublime. sublime. So as they say it, they hear a rumbling and they look up and there's like 40 monsters coming at them. Monsters made out of like bricks and rubble and like dead dogs and like mud and dirt. Some made out of like cars and pieces of metal. So just an amalgamation of everything that got destroyed on the planet that was mushed into the ground turned into like some sort of half sentient monster being and attacked our new group so of is, is that why the particle guy couldn't tell that if like where anything was there wasn't anything there until yeah, right mm-hmm. that's cool until they said that they so they're uh they're fighting they're freaking fighting these freaking monsters and uh they're not doing great they no. they they mess up the monsters and then they reform like instantly, Ooh, basically. That's not fair. Yeah. So um, I don't. I don't want to ruin anything. So. Starting to think the Sublime guy's not uh, too good of a character here. Too good of a guy. <laughs> too good of a guy. Yeah. So I'm gonna cut back from the ending to them talking to Sublime again, and they're like, he like describes what happened, what we just saw them, uh, uh, saying his name, fighting, having right. a fight. So they get out of there. And uh, when Away they from were, the monsters, yeah, yeah. When they are leaving the planet, they find the brain of the brain guy that was in the first team. Right. They find it and they bring it on board. And Sublime, there, somebody's talking to Sublime. He was like, "Yeah," and explaining what he would have done, which was exactly what was happening. And uh, he goes, "And then I would have let him find a survivor, because they would bring it right back into their own ship." And <laughs> at that like exact moment, the brain guy grabs his new body and starts just destroying the ship. Holy shit! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as far as the story, a little bit more happens. I usually just straight spoil it, but I, I really truly want y'all to go read this. So it doesn't get. Completely resolved, obviously. It's issues one through three. It's right. just the beginning of something. It's just a little but tease. But I love the beginning of this. It genuinely is awesome. Yeah. You know how I went back and got another Witch Doctor because I wanted to read more Witch Doctor? Right. I'm 100% going to get more of the yeah. Hypernaturals. Nice. Yes. Because I'm 99. <laughs> I'm calling it right now because I didn't look it up. You saw my research. Five minutes of writing names down. Right. I did no deep research. I want. I think that the AI is what's doing it and what's is straight evil is trying to just conquer everything and it's oh, straight oh, evil the okay. humans ai is is the straight evil and that sublime is a good guy right he's the freedom fighter well you said they were talking to him so i was like it kind of sounds like they're... he was in jail so it was almost like a scene out of um silence of the lambs they're trying to get right. information from yeah. the expert so that's kind of how that, you like, saw that that was the scene i showed you Right. Yeah. Way in, yeah. 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 I saw the uh, the brain guy's mm. new body that mm. was all jacked. Yeah. Like yeah. A yeah. Squatty red Hulk. Yep. Yeah. Our kind of like old thing. It looked like the yeah, thing back like, in the day. Like tight red pajamas or all over skin it. tight. Over it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> red onesie. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it was genuinely cool. They set up a crazy world. Right. In between. Oh yeah. In between. I didn't say this. I'm so glad I remembered. In between issues, they have. Um, like just text breakdown pages that are like an interview from a magazine. So they talk to Karina. They talk to. Oh yeah. They talk to a few people. Oh, Look, I see it. Yeah. It's like full page, multi-page interviews with these people in character or whatever. And then at the beginning of each chapter, they have like a what you would see in the morning on your Q link. So your AI Saturn oh, robot phone ball. thing. It it gives you a breakdown of all the all the uh, news that's happening in the world and just uh, what you would see through your your AI uplink. 
and that happens in every issue. That's more like a that's a cue. Uranus. Oh my god! You said Saturn. Yeah, because it's, it's got rings. So does Uranus. Yeah, yeah. So does Uranus. I hate you sometimes. It's got rings and it's blue. It is, and it's, it's got a cue. So like, uh, it's a cue. Yeah. So does uh, Uranus. So it's called Quantinium. Uh, tinium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what the the AI is called. And he's like, call me. It's Aaron. so cool. The world, it, world is very expansive already. Three issues in. I mean, there's trillions of humans on planets and other. Yeah, Just that's... they threw aliens in without saying anything. Right. It was nothing. It was like that was a. So it's obviously well into their their world. Like it's a hundred years of straight up domination with the AI. But that. the AI had to have been invented before that. So obviously. that means they were pretty technologically advanced already seems like it so they just exploded and they were already i think going to other planets but not like because they couldn't insta travel or right whatever. right that's right. new that's from the ai that's him yeah yeah <laughs> so it's only been a hundred years of of since the ai has been in charge i swear he's the bad guy yeah, and that that's and that cool. Other sublime, guy. yeah, dude. That'd I bet he is. Seeing Sublime because he's like, he does. The reason why I'm no so confident bar. in that is because he says a couple cryptic things that make it seem. They, they, I'm good at picking up on the, the right. foreshadowing, and I think they did a good amount of foreshadowing. Well, you can't have AI and expect them to stay good, perfect forever. Yeah, yeah. no, no. Because I like that. That's a cool line of thinking. Uh, I like I like that. You don't hear that very often. Everyone's like, AI, it's gonna take over those like what if it's good though? Yeah, it would definitely be good at least for a little while. Right? Like what if it what if it actually is? Also, uh it's off topic a little bit, but like aliens, they always say, you know, like they come here specifically and with ill intentions for the most part, possibly, uh, or research. Yeah. What if they just got lost? What if it's just like two stoner aliens that are just like, fuck, dude, where are we? It's definitely happened. And they, <laughs> and point. they wound up on Earth. And think like, about what the hell is this? Uh, think about this. If for a UFO <clears throat> to crash, UFOs should be able to be make interstellar travel, right? That's yeah, the why point they have of, problems how here. Did they, how did they crash on our planet? They had to be drunk aliens. Or they be. had to come out of hyperspace at the wrong spot. Or they're arguing with their yeah, wives. Something. Or boyfriends, just something, just a violent fight inside the yeah. car. Yeah. And the ship, sorry. Somebody Drunk. turned on the dome light. Oh, the dome light. The That's dome light. Instant spaceship. crash. Dude, instant crash. They should have known. They didn't have dads. <laughs> That's dadless behavior right yeah, there. Yeah, because that's illegal. You can't do that. They should have known better. Yeah, that it's illegal. Cannot do that. But uh, no, man, this one sounds dope. It genuinely is. I, 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 I would hope definitely recommend get, it. I hope you get more so I can read them. Yeah, there and you I go. might actually read this one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you get busy though. I know. Maybe uh, okay, check it out. Maybe we'll read this one, and then we'll read the next one and do that with uh, a hundred years of continuity. That could work. So yeah, yeah. Adam and I have been discussing like a a not a new show, but a second episode type. Extra, just something. Yeah, extra. just an extra episode for a weekly release where we read the same comic. Yeah, and then discuss it. So we thought that might be a cool idea that we uh, and and possibly kind of lean more into the mainstream. I felt like because that's what the hundred years of continuity. Right, and those is are implying. harder to break down by yourself. Yeah, if there's two of us talking about three yeah. to five issues it'd be yeah. easier to cover exactly yeah we could do it pretty quickly yeah I this think one would be cool to do as the first one though so so that that's i'd the almost second, say second book i'd almost me. say not though because this is almost the opposite of 100 years of continuity Fuck you. this is it's literally 100 years, years. <laughs> it's the like ai it's literally 
What year? No, nah, well, I get what you mean. Yeah. I just thought this one was cool. But it is. I would. I'd love you to read it. Either way. Right. Well. we'll, we'll yeah. We'll, we can do some mainstream. It was originally stuff. published uh, in 2013. Oh, okay. So, so they've well definitely had time. It. They've definitely they had time. Better of break it. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you ready to fight? I am. You ready to fight? All right. It's going down. We're four four tied up. Yep. Let's go. What are we doing? Oh, real quick. I found out how to make a filter so we can take all our characters from each comic yep. we read and add our own characters from the books we read into a filter so we can pick between Marvel, DC, Toons, video games, or our comic characters. Yes, I think it's a great idea. So this segment is uh, Matt versus Adam. We take a random character generator. We see who we, uh, we get, and we see who would win in a fight between each other. And like I said, we have Marvel, DC, Toons, and video games. Uh, we've only done video games once. That one wouldn't be bad. I wouldn't mind doing a video okay, game. Okay, let's just do straight video games okay. here. We have only done it once? Yep. We did it once for sure. Was it Duke Nukem? It was Nukem versus uh, Dante. Dante. Or yeah. Oh, man. Whoa. All mm-hmm. right. <sighs> <laughs> let me see i kind of want to lie yeah. <laughs> no I, i'm kind of a badass i got joel from last of us okay okay if i'm a human i could be screwed yeah so we might have to okay. fist fight let's see here let's we go see. i think you just clicked the screen i i accidentally recorded is it going uh, i am just a human oh who'd you get trevor trevor yeah from gta trevor the crazy one from the GTA oh, 5. Oh, shit. Okay. Yeah. So we got yeah. Trevor versus Joel. All Bro, right. Bro, holy crap. Here we go. Trevor, you're insane. Absolutely insane. Like fighting at the drop of a hat. Instantly. Throw someone Shooting, off the just bridge. Just killing people. Yeah, I was going to say straight murder yeah. in broad daylight. Yep. I, I think I'm a little more calculated. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Did you play Last of Us? I did actually. Okay. So tell me about him. I don't. So yeah. Tell he's me about sneaky. me. He's a sneaky dude. Mm. That's his main thing that you're doing in Last of Us. You're sneaking around. There's clickers, which aka zombies everywhere. They usually can't see. So what you're doing is walking in a crouch silently and hiding behind cabinets and uh, shelves and windows and whatever. And throwing things over it and distracting the zombies okay. is your main tactic. Your your main tactic is not shooting, it's not stabbing. Am I good with uh, combat though? Yes, that's what I was gonna get to. So like you're mainly a sneaky deaky type of guy. And uh, what did you call me? <laughs> and uh, he's really good like uh, at all combat. He can use a shiv to kill zombies and mm. then kill real people. Kung fu. Kung fu. You yes. said all combat. Oh. <laughs> I, I don't think there's any more kung fu uh, lessons at the end of the earth anymore. He could have found a he, book like Splinter. <laughs> I guess he, he was old and around before the fall and stuff. So I guess he could have done kung okay, fu. Okay, that's a stupid joke. But, I know uh, what you mean, though. So but yes, I'm he was a scrapper. Actually, he's really good at all of it. He can make stuff, too. Like make weapon, his own weapons. Like make bullets and stuff. Like, okay. So he's actually pretty badass. Clever, quiet, he's good at shooting. So I'm like the run in, shoot you, you know, a million times with a machine gun, 
and you're like the sneak up on me when I'm driving or something well, and do assassinate we, me type of guy. Right. Do we know about anything with Trevor's past? Like, I know he robbed banks. Yeah, so like... <laughs> but was he in the military at all? Or is he just some crazy fuck from the, the trailer park his whole life? Because <clears throat> he's obviously a meth head. Yeah, I don't... I feel so like there, he, my he bullets aren't going to work on you already. I, I thought it was... <laughs> I, th- I think he was military, actually. But uh, he's like crazy as hell. But you like find out he's like actually super nice and whatnot in a lot of ways. Yeah, he's he's cool, but yeah. like he's insane. When who knows, man? There's no rhyme or reason to his when he freaks out on people. No, that's his problem for sure. Yeah, if he was controlled crazy, I would be fine. Not a problem. But okay, uh, so, no, so so this is a bar fight, right? <laughs> <laughs> we, like, is this yeah. all fists or? We, or we usually say they don't have extra stuff, right? Okay, but yeah, we don't. Yeah, so no guns. So like Thanos wouldn't have the glove, but right. So, but yeah, I guess the guns wouldn't come with either one of us. Or I we was both thinking, have guns or whatever. Okay, so I was thinking you're in a rage. Remember he does his rage in the game. Yeah. So you're in a rage. I'm down the street. I'm <laughs> going. I want to stop you. Uh huh. You have to wait till my rage is over because I won't get hurt. You won't get hurt. So, but uh, no, we can't. So in the in the Last of Us, like you have a low health pool, so like if we're going on like mm. that sort of thing, you genuinely have a low health pool. That's why you're sneaking around most of the time. Yeah, and GTA, you got the GTA, vest you and can armor. get shot like a billion freaking times. Well, I mean, not, <laughs> not necessarily. Uh, it's it's more realistic than it ever has been as far as the gunshots go. But yeah, you can get shot depending on the gun in my rage, quite a few times. Especially because that's like the point of it. Right. So, but if we went just straight, okay. So honestly, in my opinion, I think either way, guns or fist fight, you probably win. Uh, it, it, uh, probably, but I think I think. You, well, see, guns though. What's I'm the two situation? Out of three. I'm two out of three, so you're a third of the time. That's still not that bad. But in a gun situation, are we face to face in They're the street? Both or? really good with the gun, so I don't know how it, to quantify which one right. would be better. They're both. That's like both one of their like main strengths. So it's like if I if I had to sneak up on you, I would win. Yes. If we were in a straight gunfight in the street. 50, you know, yeah. 20 oh, yards away from no each cover. other. Oh, because he covers. Yeah, exactly. He has to use cover all the time. So, yes, if there was no cover, I would 100% win every time. If you had tons of cover. So, just a regular tons, street, cars parked on I, the side, mailboxes, all that shit. That's probably in close to enough cover, actually. That's yeah, getting there. right. So, there's something. It's getting there. It's getting there. So, if I have cover, I'm good in a straight gunfight. I think you would be, actually. Yeah, yeah. I and think I could take you? more bullets. You can. Than you, but I think you would be behind cover shooting me, so I wouldn't be able to hit you, really. But Trevor can just run up on you. Yeah. That's you also have, like, a thousand guns his, in your back pocket. His feats are insane. He can pull out an RPG from nothing. From nothing, exactly. Yeah. Grenades. So, like, yeah, I would win unless you were. it was a sneaky situation. Then I think you really would win. Which, which the metric we've always said is we just got food, and we saw each other from across the street, yeah, yeah. and it was on site. Yep. So that's, no prep time, no That's nothing. either pulling guns out and blasting Instantly. right then and there, yeah. which in that case, it would be you're tougher, uh-huh. can take more bullets. So, But you got to factor in possibly cover on the yeah. street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But still, just the fact that you could take more bullets seems like you'd probably be the winner. I would win, for because sure. Because you can cover in GTA as well. Yeah, yeah, true. You can push that true. button and duck yep. under. I just never did. <laughs> I did. I, I'm yeah. always, I always play sneaky. 
That's cool. So, well, so I say two out of three, meaning I win most of the and time. And a fist fight is definitely you. Yes, yes. You sure. got, like I said, and they can fist fight for a while on GTA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Joel's good at it, but... But it, I kill monsters, bro. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I mean, you do. But sneaky deaky, like I said, if, if you alert like three of them at a time, then they'll run and mob you. Oh, and then I'm done? You're done, Okay, yeah. so how many so of what those you, are you? <laughs> right, like, yeah, that's what I mean, like you, three or more, probably. probably. Yeah, so I, all right, I don't mind giving this. My, my instinct is to say Trevor, because he's absolutely It really would insane. be, I think so. I genuinely think so. You got the mess? Not just because it's mine, but yeah. for real, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, if this was actual <laughs> video games, I'm the good guy. Yeah, yeah, true. The, you know, well, I, I, too bad I'm the good guy, too. No, you're not. Yeah, you're I a, am. You're a pro-antagonist. <laughs> <laughs> you're a bad piece of shit, but you're the good guy. You're uh, like Walter White. I end up being the most reliable one. Kind of, yeah. As long, yeah, as long as you're loyal. That dude was like... He was super solid. Yeah, because yeah. remember at the end, they do the big mission of like... Um, Everyone has to go after each other's bad guy. Yeah. And he kills it. Like, well, it's you playing, but it's still really cool. Yeah. yeah he does end up being a good dude. Yeah. He's just fucking insane. He is just insane. So I'm a mild mannered dude who had to learn to sneak and travel around this apocalyptic fungal yeah. fucking zombie land. Yeah. And you're just an insane trailer park meth head. I don't know if I would notice if it became a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> Probably not. He'd be like, damn, the streets are looking nice these days. Not as many people out. Oh, you look sick. You need to go check yeah, that out. Look at this ugly bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're gone. Yeah. And they try to attack you. You're killing it, It's like, there's no uh, cashiers in any of the stores. I can just walk out just, with whatever beer I want. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'll give that to you. Yeah. I, I want to say Trevor five, four, five. God damn it. Four, five. All right. I win. I'm coming back next week. I, I believe it. I don't. That was a lie. That, fuck you. <laughs> All right. So, um, we are on Facebook, Instagram, uh, videos released on Monday on YouTube and Spotify every Monday. And then when we get that other show going, they'll probably be released somewhere in the middle of the week. Yeah. Um, wanted to say thank you for anyone and everyone that's liking our post and, and listening. We for love real. you and thank you very much. Yep. Thank you. Um, yeah. Any interactions on our page, any likes, comments, listens, all of it is very important. And we thank all of you for doing it. So we appreciate it. Sincerely. Yes. Sincerely yours. <laughs> Flipping pages. <laughs> so, yeah, that's the show. All right. All right. Y'all have a good one. Later.